What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. This one's kind of impromptu. Just just uh, out of left field. Felt like doing a fun pleb interview today. Uh, I've got uh, a fantastic guest. He's actually been on an episode of Why Are We Bullish Before. Um, I'll, I'll let him introduce himself in a second. Uh, but he's awesome guy. Awesome guy. Very excited to have him here. Um, we're just going to be chatting about an epic thread that he had on Twitter the other day about uh, kind of Bitcoin's effect on him and some other things that he's come across in and around this space uh, that have changed his life for the better. So I think this is going to be a feel good one. Uh, so anyways, everybody here, uh, this is, of course, is live, as I said, very impromptu. Uh, you never know what may happen. Quick uh, disclaimer from my friend, Bill. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. Glad to have you all here. Make sure you smash that like button. Share this out. Let's get some more plebs in the room. Let's have a good time. Uh, as always, I'm Ben with the BTC Sessions. This is your daily session. Hold the Bitcoin. All right, so we're just going to go right into it today. This is kind of like an unplanned uh, video. I'm not going to do the whole sponsored dealy today. I'm just going to bring in, in the man himself right now. There he is, the littlest hodler. How are you doing, hey Everybody, man? how's it going? Yo. Uh, what's new? It's It's been, when, when were you on the show? It was a little while back. Yeah, it was like, I think like a month and a half ago now. I was on with uh, Mark and Colin and Slice there. We had a nice little yeah. chat. Good, yeah, so. Yeah. That was a good one. I had fun with that, yeah. Dude, you just, you dropped this mega thread the other day that really resonated with a ton of people just talking about kind of your journey over the past few years and how your life has changed for the better and how you're kind of working on yourself and everything. And it it was uh it, it was an epic one uh you were i mean i i feel like i i didn't really deserve a mention but i was in there so thank you for that hey, uh, no you you helped me out i mean i just i like people in this community because they're so accessible and so easy to get a hold of like it was you're one of the guys like many people especially on twitter where bitcoin is you know very popular and we're very active on there um where you can just share it out and just say hey like i got a question and you're like it's like instant, uh, instant information, which is fantastic. And, you know, people that you can trust are sometimes few and far between. So that's why I, I want to make sure that I did a shout out for people that have influenced me in the early stages, but, you know, still continue to influence every day. Right. So. Awesome. Well, well, thanks dude. But yeah. I mean, it, it looks, uh, it looks like you've had, um, uh, a, a pretty big like shift in your life, uh, over the past few years here. Um, but I mean, before we came on, I, I like totally cut you off. I was like, screw it. We're just going to do this live. We're yeah, just, let, we'll it. just let it flow. Yeah. But, um, you were, you were talking about how you've kind of been brewing with this for a little bit. So like, how, how did this kind of line of thinking come about? And then we can dig into kind of what you said and so on and so forth. Yeah, for sure. So it, it how it came about was that uh, shortly after I was on the show last time, um, a buddy of mine had reached out a friend of mine from the gym, um, and he said, "Hey, like you know, it was right after some of the big institutional buys had happened, and the EFT was launching on the Toronto Stock Exchange, things like that." So he 
reached out to me and he's like, you know, I'd like to know more and I know you're into it. And, you know, so we kind of did the, we went and had a beer and kind of sat down for a chat and I walked him through the exchange I used, why it was important to me, um, sent him a link to the, the show and stuff. And, uh, you know, told him what wallet I use and, and the steps that I did when my wife started asking questions. Cause you know, she's also just recently into Bitcoin. So I had set her up with a wallet and all that jazz. So I kind of walked him through the steps and it's funny whenever like, um, a real life person, uh, you know, a friend that, that, you know, is putting in a, cer a certain amount of trust in me or, you know, to ask questions about money, financials, things like that. Um, after the conversation is done, I always have this moment of like, oh, no, what like, what if it goes to zero? Like, what if what if I just gave like this terrible advice? Right. Which, you know, it's it's not going to happen. But, you know, you're, it's it's someone else's potential money. Right. So it's there's yeah. always. I think I have that uh, like throwback to my younger days when I wasn't as confident or something and I just worry about it. But at, at this time when I had that thought, I immediately thought, well, if it did, like that would be bad. But I took a kind of a, in my head, I took a snapshot of like me from two years ago or two and a half years ago to me today. And if Bitcoin got wiped out, fell off the map, the internet imploded, whatever, like if I could keep the good habits that I have established through starting to hold and, and hodl Bitcoin and, and learn more about it. And the, the positive things, the positive changes that I've made in my life in the last couple of years, even without Bitcoin, like my life would still be infinitely better. And then it just, I've been wanting to write that thread for a while. I just didn't know how to do it. And anyway, I, I moonlight at a, a local bar that I kind of hang out in on. I only work on Sundays. That's kind of my hangout, my me time. And I was there, it was quiet. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And I just <laughs> threw it out there and, there, as you mentioned, the response was awesome. It was, it was a cool day. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's uh, it, it, you kind of go through a, a whole bunch of stuff and a lot of it that you said, like it personally resonated with me. Cause I kind of felt like I had some of the same attributes in my life that have improved upon being in this realm with these kinds of people um, where the impetus is on personal responsibility, right? And yeah. and it, it it definitely changes you. So, like you you talk about um, let's let's maybe talk a little bit about before Bitcoin. Like, where yeah. were you at before Bitcoin? Like your life in general, like all all the different aspects of your life. Like, how are you feeling? It's a, it's actually funny because on the surface, like so many of us, like you. To look at me, if you saw me on the street or if we hang out once in a while, you, you probably know there's not really any difference, except maybe now I'm wearing a Bitcoin T-shirt or something like that. Right. Like, you know, I um, I've been always been very fortunate in my life. I had good parents. Um, my wife is fantastic. I have great, healthy kids. Um, but I had that kind of like that cloak that people put over themselves where everything looks great but you know underneath it all you're kind of it's almost like that house of cards right like i had i didn't have a lot of debt but it was all like bullshit consumer high interest like nonsense debt because i didn't have a lot of financial education growing up right and i had didn't have many much savings um was doing silly needless things in my personal life that put strain on my marriage and and strain on the finances of my family and things and it just i just I looked like, you know, every other guy out there, but underneath it was, I just wasn't doing things that were conducive to getting my life to that, to that next stage and getting my family to that next stage. Right. And that's, I don't know, like, again, as I mentioned the thread without getting too personal, like my, I wasn't a great time in my marriage. I it was, it was a lot on me. And um, once I realized that, 
Then I started to work on other things, which then started to get my finances order, started doing some research. I, I think I mentioned that Thread Jordan Peterson was a huge, uh, uh, you know, that really changed my life. And I know he's, he's a little bit of a lightning rod and you love him, hate him, doesn't matter. But if you just boil down to what he says about, you know, you, you, no one's coming to save you. You have to look after yourself. And once you realize that, and once, I don't know if I, if rock bottom is the right term, I don't know if it got that bad, but once you get into that low point where you realize you don't want to be there anymore, it, it making that shift changed everything for me. And then the long time preference, the good habits, good financial habits that, that built up as I started to learn more and more about Bitcoin, that's it's everything's it's been so much better. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I think what you're describing, like the, the, the before picture, a lot of people are familiar with that where, you know, uh, surface level, it's, it's fine, but it's kind of not, you know, yeah. it's just like this. I think a lot of people shift into that where there's just this kind of mix of complacency and like, uh, a term I hear a lot now is nihilism where you're yeah. kind of like, uh, you know, what's, what's the point? Like it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like day in day out. It's all the same. There's no long-term excitement for the future and, and like hope for what you can build for yourself and your family. And, and that, that does tend to shift uh, as you become more personally responsible. I'm glad you brought up Jordan Peterson because he's, it's funny, we're seeing him kind of actively fall down the rabbit hole live on Twitter. Saw right that now. the other day, yeah, it was very interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I feel like the kind of the ethos of a lot of Bitcoiners perfectly line up with his message of personal responsibility and, you know, you know, keeping your own house clean, uh, that, that kind of idea. And I, I hope that he has a successful trip down the rabbit hole. I hope he's not, uh, pulled off base, you know, there's, there's plenty to navigate there, but, um, Hey, we'll see a welcome addition to the space. Uh, yeah. happy to see him learning. I think. Yeah. It's, it's funny when, with, with Bitcoin where it's such a hard, hard money, we talk about that a lot, right? Like it's a deflationary currency. It's a savings technology. I don't, I used to call it an investment. Like people would ask me like, Hey, how come you invest in Bitcoin? And now I, I just don't use that terminology at all. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's how I choose to save my money. And, you know, I have other vessels as well. You know, I contribute to an RSP at work and I got a tax-free savings account, the usual stuff, but the bulk of my savings is now in Bitcoin because that's what I consider them, right? So mm -hmm. to the point about your that you made about nihilism and like nothing bad ever happened to me in my life. You know, mm -hmm. like I never had a, a personal tragedy. You know, I lived I was brought up very comfortably. My parents were great, like my, you know, so I didn't have any struggle. And then all of a sudden I started to have struggle, which you could cover up really easy, right? Like I still had a good job. I was still making money still, you know, let's go on a vacation. Let's do this. Let's do that. Like it's easy to hide the struggle. But then when it gets to a point, we, we, whether it's because it's causing strife with your family and your loved ones or because your bills are piling up or you know, it was a combination for me, but whatever it is for you, like once you can't hide that struggle anymore, you got to do something about it. And, and I was fortunate that I chose to do something about it. And Again, fortunate that that led me to Bitcoin. And the best thing about it is, is it's the ultimate save for the future technology, right? Like there is no nihilism anymore. Like I know that every sat that I stack is not wasted. It will not be taken away by the government. It will not be deflated into oblivion when, you know, gas goes through the roof. And, you know, it's it's 
I, I think it was um, American Holder Hodler had the, uh, the that big video rant the other day about how it was um, hodling with self love, and that video mm-hmm. was awesome. So, and that's yeah. exactly I couldn't have expressed it any better than than he did in that video. It was fantastic. <laughs> so. At, at what kind of came first, like your your ideology, your your life choices started to change, and because of those, you found Bitcoin, or you you stumbled into Bitcoin, and that changes your ideology, or was it like a mixture of the two during that journey? I, th- I think it was a mixture of the two. Um, reading Jordan Peterson's book, The First One, 12 Rules for Life, definitely came first uh, in the thread I mentioned. I was away on a work trip. I was working for a small company at the time, and I just happened to pick it up uh, on the cheap at a bookstore because I needed something to pass the time. And and that, you know, it was a very long process of realizing that a lot of the pitfalls that he was outlining in that book were pitfalls that I was very much in. And uh, and then that slowly changed to, okay, let's try to save a little bit money, more money. Okay, let's I'm doing this in my personal life and it puts strain on my marriage. Let's try to change that. And and again, it was, it wasn't an overnight process. It took, you know, a long time and it wasn't always uh, clean. There were some messy bits in there as well. But um, once I started uh, moving towards the the finances and how to save money and and looked into things. And then I, I don't even remember what the first, post or tweet or news article, whatever it was about Bitcoin. Um, I've always been a little bit of a techie. So, you know, you would hear like, say, Joe Rogan mentioned it on his uh, podcast in passing or something like that. So I'd always kind of knew about it, but I never really looked into it. And then I bought a few, uh, bought a little bit, uh, bought some sats from one of the local Canadian exchanges, um, which then, you know, I bought some Litecoin and I bought some ETH, all the usual ones that you hear about in the news. You know, they have good marketing campaigns behind them. And I had them for probably six or seven months. And then then the research started and all of a sudden it was it was Bitcoin or nothing after that for all the reasons that, you know, you talk about on the show all the time. Right. So mm-hmm. I dumped all my shit coins, went all in and then. Um, just prior to discovering Bitcoin, I had gone completely off social media. Um, it was one of the strains of my life and, you know, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it was all kind of just, it wasn't working for me. So I'd gone off for like six months. And then when I decided to get back on, I only got into things. I only got back into those networks expressly for things that were, I was interested in. So I wasn't going to follow random people. And so my Instagram and my Twitter handle when I came back was beer and Bitcoin because I'm really involved in the homebrewing and the craft brew scene out here on the East Coast. I own a, yeah. a homebrewing ingredient shop. So, and then um, I once I started getting into the, the Twitter space, I realized that you know I'm the I'm the I was a very small fish in a very big pond, and uh, it was funny the littlest hodler. I grew up like many Canadian kids in the '80s watching the littlest hobo. So yeah. I made the switch, and that's kind of been how I've been known ever since. Right, so. Yeah, hundred percent. That's <laughs> it's it's funny when you first get on, you know, this the switch from kind of regular social media to something like Twitter, where you can kind of dial in what you're looking for, and you you just if if you're good at curating what you're seeing, then it's just such a wealth of knowledge that you can pick up on, and and you can get. I'd like a better education often through resources that you get through your Twitter feed than, <laughs> yeah. than in like in most other places. Like, did you find it incredibly helpful once you stove down that rabbit hole 
the help that you got from Twitter and the plebs? Yeah. Oh, the plebs for sure. Like there it's, it's a very strange community because like it's people call it toxic because you know, it, it can be, but yeah. it's because people like many avenues where you can express opinions on the internet, like there's a lot of bullshit out there and there's a lot of nonsense. And when you're talking about something like Bitcoin that we're as not only are we as passionate about it as we are, but that, you know, you hear all things all the time, right? It's the greatest wealth transfer in history. It's, you know, shaping the future. It's going to be, if you're in that camp, like we are, that believes that it is the future, then you know, I don't have time for people getting on there saying lies. Oh, Bitcoin's infinitely divisible. You know, there's going to be, it's going to be around, you can split it up a million ways. It's going to zero. It's, you know, this is better. Ethereum's better. It's just, it's, it's just not. So once I got focused on uh, Twitter, especially, but other, you know, a few other channels on the internet as well, um, the Citadel 21 website, a few other good, you know, places where you can read about it. Once I really focused in on Bitcoin, you start to learn about the protocol, you start to learn about why it works, how it works, what makes it so hard, you know, how mining works, things like that. Even if you only scratch the surface, you can really see that there's something there and it, you can, it just brings it all into focus. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, now you said, so you, you've basically, now that you've been in Bitcoin for a while and, and you said you started kind of in and around like the 2017 run where you were, you were dabbling or, or it would know it was only a couple no, of years it was ago after that. Yeah. It was like, would have been like early 2019 where I kind of had bought my first. Oh. So I so missed, I missed that whole run. And so I got in before the current run that we're in. Yeah. Um, but I that's, guess- it's, it's almost more impressive that you found it during a bear market because that's when there's none of the hype. Right. And it's almost a gift that you do find it then because there's not as much noise to navigate through. Yeah. I mean, I, I bought my first purchases. It was around like maybe 11, 12,000 Canadian and, you know, look where it is now. Right. And so I got to experience the last having and, and got to, you know, go through that and, and, and do all the stuff around that. And it was, that was a great time to get educated because all the conversations were about what's the having, why is it important? Why does it make Bitcoin hard? So it was, um, I got to, you're right. I I can see your point that it's hard to, I'm lucky to find it then because there's not all the hype around it. Like there is now where it's, you know, all time highs all the time and, and, and things like that. But it was a great time to get in because everyone was focused on why things were happening. What does this having mean? Why do we have havings? You know, what, how are the havings different from other coins and what they're doing and how they regulate their supply? Like it's uh you're right. It was bear market, but it was tr- no better time to get in for me and what I was looking to do with it. What, what I love about this instance, and it's, <laughs> it's similar. It, it's funny, the comparison, because, you know, we've got the plebs that come in um, and kind of discover this, but then we've got people like Michael Saylor that come in. What I've noticed more of is, is people going, more or less straight to Bitcoin only. Yeah. And I, I think part of that is there's just so many great resources that have been put together over the years now that, you know, you, you get a copy of the Bitcoin standard or, or you, you get onto the right podcast or you start listening to like Swan, the Swan Lounge or, or, you know, like John, John Vallis, who's out East Coast or Canada as well. Or yep. there's so many, you know, Tales from the Crypt. Um, there's just so many great resources out there now that once you kind of latch onto that that signal, it becomes way clearer what the, where the signal is and and how to avoid the noise. And I think that's why we're seeing this proliferation of 
of new Bitcoiners that that almost get to to totally sidestep um, or leapfrog that that shitcoiner phase. Like yours was very short. Yeah, I, I was very fortunate there, and I think it's because of the focus of the community and the focus of the Bitcoin protocol, the network itself, right? Because whenever you see uh, someone talk about an alternate coin, it's always there's always this nebulous kind of aspect to it where it's like, oh, in the future, it will enable this or it will, you know, you hear about smart contracts and you hear about protocols and, and you know, NFTs and all these crazy things. It's always this like it can do this, but it can also maybe sometimes do this where it's like, no, this is what Bitcoin does. It's a yeah. network, it's a currency, it's a payment system, and it's all very focused. And I think I think that helps a lot. And um, I don't discount how much fun the community is too. Like when when I was on the, the show a, a few months ago with Colin and, and Mark and Slice, like we had a big talk about the meme culture, right? And how <laughs> important that is. And it it makes things fun. Like it, it really does. Like the, the prime example that's of course on everyone's mind because it just happened the other day is the, the Michael Saylor interview with the, you know, it's going up for oh everyone, right? Like I have watched that a hundred times because she lays out a case like a trader as, as she is like, no, you know, that's, that's fine. That's her business, no fault. But then he gives like a minute and 15 minute and 20 second, just blurb about this is why I believe in Bitcoin and why I think you're wrong to talk about the shit coins. And then at the end, he just throws in this hilarious, and it's going up forever, Laura. Like, what, like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> I loved it. It was, it was, it really highlighted like that is a, the epitome of the Bitcoin community. Yeah. Short, focused information. Now we'll have a laugh. It was great. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, there's been some good ones lately, like the, the uh the other Nick Carter one, you know, most violent yeah. <laughs> that yeah. uh there was another one like, oh yeah, the the guy who thought that the block clock was uh Russia time or something. Yeah. It was yeah. some conspiracy and everything was Russian time now. I like there's been some bangers coming out yeah. that I, maybe it's just the 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 boredom of waiting for a new all-time high because God forbid it's been two weeks. I know, uh, right? So <laughs> maybe maybe the other coins have that those memes and that culture too. And maybe maybe I'm giving them an unfair shake, but like Bitcoin's where it's at. It's fun. Yeah. It's knowledgeable. The people are passionate about it. And like you said, you could message almost anybody that's in that space, especially on Twitter, and you're gonna get good, solid information back. And and no bullshit if you try to, you know, spread lies and talk nonsense, right? So yeah, hundred percent. Tell me about your Bitcoin runners shirt. Like, what's the, what's the deal with that? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, so I found those guys um, during the the having the last one. So they did like a fitness challenge where we actually did a live stream. We all kind of picked workouts. A lot of guys like ran with uh, with GoPros on and stuff like that. I've got a, a big deck here at the house, so I put my rower outside and did a little workout. And then we all did interviews, you know, what Bitcoin means to us and stuff. It was a lot of fun. But yeah, they're a, it's a running club out of uh, the UK, and they have a lot of members in Switzerland and Germany as well. And it's basically just a club like any other, like a book club or, a, you know, whatever you do. But they all run and they all uh, they all have uh, the Bitcoin runner shirts and they just run and talk Bitcoin. So I kind of got loosely involved with them. And um, every few months they put in orders and they get, you know, nice apparel and shorts and clothes and stuff made up. So uh, one of the guys, uh, Vitus, and he lives in Germany. He uh, he sent me over a shirt and he's like, you're kind of our unofficial Canadian member. So <laughs> yeah, I, I it's been great because I I'm I'm really not a like I know it's, it, this sounds strange to say because I put that thread out there on Twitter, but like in my real life, I, I don't, I don't 
advertise that I'm into Bitcoin. I don't post about it on Facebook and in different, very rarely I should say. So the shirt is like, I put it on to wear to the gym cause it's a really comfy shirt. And that's, you know, I've orange pilled a half dozen people just, just by asking questions. Right. So it's, uh, it's worked out great cause I got nice clothes to wear yeah. to the gym and uh, good conversations to have with new friends. So. That's great. I, I love when, uh, you know, a Bitcoin shirt or a, something sparks up a conversation. Terrible for OPSEC, but great for good conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So they're, they're putting on a big uh, fitness challenge this year. Uh, they're calling it the bull run. So we've all committed to nice. different things. Like there's a bunch of guys doing like ultra marathons and stuff in Europe. So I've done a few half marathons. I've never done a full. So that was my commitment. So in, uh, there's a big marathon here in, in my city in July. So that's, that's going to be my challenge this year. So, yeah. That's awesome. I like, I like the intersection now that I'm seeing more of, of Bitcoin and keeping yourself healthy because again, like the, it, it does line up with the whole low time preference ethos and, and thinking for the longer term and, and, you know, do I eat like trash and, and just like sit in front of the TV 24 seven now and, die early and be unhealthy and unable to do a lot of great things I'd like to do? Or do I, you know, work on myself and give myself a longer life and, and feel good by doing it? Um, was it, it's funny. To, I, I honestly didn't know about the Bitcoin running club or the Bitcoin runners uh, previous to this, but it does, it does make sense. Does, is it, is it a weird niche thing when you talk to these guys or is it pretty natural? Uh I think it's natural because it's running is one of those sports or activities you can get into where you don't need a, a huge backlog of knowledge or, you know, there's not a lot of rules or anything like that. Right. It's, it's really to your, to what you just said, it's just people who want to make sure that they're, they live a long, healthy life so that they can enjoy the fruits of, of all this hodling. Right. So it's, um, they're great. They, they're on Twitter and you guys can find them there. They use the team Satoshi hashtag a lot and they, uh, we do, a. a uh, an activity around Hal Finney's uh, birthday every year and there's uh, having events and they're just, they're just another way to get into Bitcoin. And if maybe if fitness or running stuff like that is more your thing, maybe that's the way you want to get in or and learn more. Right. So I want to, I want to start something like that. Like I'm, I'm not a big runner. Uh, I injured my knee when I was really young, when I, I used to teach kids that uh, little kids how to break dance. <laughs> so that was like way back when, but I injured my knee when I was like 18. And so running always tends to, to tweak it, but I do like going to the gym. I, and I'm, I'm trying to get down to like a certain body fat percentage and like fine tune a bunch of things. So maybe there'll be some Bitcoiners out there that want to uh, partake in something like that with me and, and, and kind of like, I don't know. I'd love to, I'd love for a bunch of plebs to show up just like jacked to the uh, Bitcoin 2021 <laughs> conference. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. So it's, it's so funny because you wouldn't think of talking about serious subjects like financials and the future and different things like that when you're just doing other activities, right? Bitcoin is one of those weird things where I, I, I'm, I always feel comfortable talking about it no matter what situation I'm in. And it's, that's it's my I think it's because I've owned the decision that this is my decision. This is how I've chosen to live my life and how I choose how I've chosen to save for the future and prepare for the future. And then when you stack it up against all the other positive changes that I've been fortunate enough to be able to make over the last couple of years, it, it just it really comes together for me. So, yeah, it's a, my folks are like my, my dad's a big guy and he has, you know, he's older now. He has a hard time getting around. And I just. I know that he misses out on things with my kids because uh, because of health issues he has. And I just want to make sure that, uh, you know, I 
you know, you learn from mistakes, right? So that's, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And you said, uh, in this thread as well, that, um, not only have you been working on your health, but your, uh, your, your, your relationships in your life have, have been on the uptick and been going better as well. And, and it seems like that kind of ties in with, with the confidence that Bitcoin has in part given you along with like, you know, lessons you've learned with Jordan Peterson's book and so on and so forth. So, I mean, I don't know if you want to comment, you don't have to get into specifics, but you found that, you, you know, you've been improving relationships and spending time on them and, and building them. Yeah. It's just, I, it comes right down to that, the long time preference. Right. And once you're, once you've learned enough, I mean, I'm not a master of Bitcoin. I'll, I hope to learn every day until I die, right? But once you get comfortable with the subject matter and you know in your heart of hearts that this is the way this is the way to go, like we know that the financial system around us is crumbling. We know the dollar is being devalued. Like inflation is coming. Like we can't like we haven't had a budget in Canada in two years. Like this is yeah, it's insane. The, the amount of uncertainty is is obscene. And so when you hold on to something like Bitcoin that, you know, um, is that rock for you, then it does. It, it, it gave me a confidence that I never had before because I always had those underlying bad habits or that underlying, you know, strife, you know, just, I was just never comfortable in my own skin and, uh, and looking, of course, I didn't know that at the time, but looking back on it now, I really do. And it's because that I've hitched my wagon to, to something that's good. That's the future. And it mm -hmm. lets me, um, prepare for the future. It lets me have meaningful conversations with people because that confidence has extended to other aspects in my life, whether it's being a dad or, um, you know, being a husband. Um, I, like I said, I did in the thread, I started my own business. Like I've, I've, you know, I'm like every guy, like I've, I've wanted to start a business for 10 years. I just never did it. And then, you know, 18 months after Bitcoin, you know, here I am. Right. So <laughs> I got a better nine to five job that provides, you know, the resources that I need to support that business as it continues to grow and support my family at the same time. And, um, it just, it, it's opens up conversations. Right. And, uh, I, I gave my son some Bitcoin. He has a little white mm -hmm. lightning wallet on his phone and he, he <laughs> watches the number go up and it's like, Oh, Dino, I, it's worth this today. Of course, he doesn't have much at all, but it's a big number. He has 12, but, yeah. it, uh, but then we have conversations like about, you know, it, it's, it's weird being a kid these days, right? Like the internet and it's school and just a lot different than when I was growing up and I live in the same neighborhood that I grew up in. So you think everything would be very familiar, but everything's so much different for kids these days. It's being a parent is hard. And yeah. that confidence that financially I feel like I'm prepared for the future. Once you don't have to worry about, Oh, you know, how am my kids going to go to university or trade school or whatever they choose to do? Or, you know, how am I going to support them if, you know, something happens or I lose my job. Once you get that, that underlying money, financial stuff, once you have a handle on it, I mean, I don't have all the answers and I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't have it you know, locked down, but once you have a handle on it and that you have confidence in the decisions that you're making, everything else becomes easier. At least that's how I felt. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's, it sounds so similar to, I, I, you know, I hear so much of what you're saying. Um, it's so similar to kind of, how I feel, how, how my journey has kind of happened. And, and I a hundred percent agree like the the lack of confidence that I had earlier on when I was more reliant on others than I was on myself, it was 
mildly crippling. And, and when every hour that you work is basically like, you're just running to stay in place and your doll, you know, your savings don't go as far um, every year if you're saving at all, because we have this culture of debt. Um, but then you get into, into Bitcoin and you're like, okay, well, I'm, I'm saving, I'm working on myself. Um, and you start to do things like you said, you just started a business and, and, you know, I've, I've had a shift in the past, uh, year as well, where I'm, I'm no longer working for anybody where I get to the, you know, this is now what I get to do, which is insane. And I never would have thought it possible, but I feel more secure now without any job than I did previously with, yeah. uh, with my own job. And I, and I hope the same will be, uh, will turn out for you where you get to build something that you're proud and confident in and you're self-sufficient to the point where not only are you, you confident in the business and the income that you've generated, but you're confident in the savings and the, uh, safety of your family moving forward and, Again, I, I can't echo it enough, but that that weight off your shoulders when you no longer have to worry, you know, if your kids are going to be okay years down the road, it's there's nothing like it. Yeah. And and I and that's just like for my personal experience, like there were people that responded to the the thread on Twitter, like that they had gotten off hard drugs and they'd gotten clean and they'd and, uh, you know, not because of Bitcoin, but they had found it shortly thereafter and, and things that, that had helped them. Like there were people that commented that they they turned their whole life around. Like I just, you know, I just was making bad decisions that were slowly building up over time, like many of us do. Like but they're like. I, I commend people that shared those stories and it was incredibly inspiring. And I think that's, you know, that's, that's the power of what we're, what we're even invested in. Right. And it's strengthened by the community and, and every day it just gets stronger. It doesn't matter if the number goes up or down. Um, you know, we know we're right. So, yeah. There's a really great, uh, a really great quote that I came across and it, it ties into what you just said about, um, you know, tiny decisions over time, how they build up and that can happen in either direction, right? Bad decisions eventually, you know, compound and make it worse and good decisions, same thing, whether it be health or wealth or, or family or whatever you're focusing on, um, those good decisions over time, just build this robust, uh, kind of foundation that you can be strengthened in. And, uh, the quote that I saw, I was, I, I got married uh, in 2016 and we went backpacking afterwards and I was in Thailand in Chiang Mai and uh, there was a little monastery with a bunch of monks and they had different quotes and they nailed them to this big bonsai tree. Okay. And so I was just kind of walking through reading all of them and there's one where I just, I just stopped and I, just kind of sat there and looked at it and my wife's looking all around and she finally comes up. She's like, Oh, it looks like you found a good one. And the quote was constant dripping wears away the stone. And so I love that quote because it's talking about how like a, you know, a, a small drip on water can, you know, wear away this, this hardened, Thing that you think would would never yield to something as little as a drip of water, but given enough time, that incessant hammering away at that thing eventually yields uh, a result. And 
this the same is true in tiny human actions if if you're doing something that's going to uh, be negative regardless of how small if you do en- enough of it then it wears you down but the same can be true if you're trying to break through to the next level in your career or in your family or or with your wealth um if, even stacking sats a little bit at a time done repeatedly makes a huge huge difference and i think that's what bitcoiners everywhere are coming across yeah and that's i i'm glad you said the stacking sats cuz that's that's where i was going to go with that like i i my stack has been built by 5 10 25 dollar buys over the past 2 years regularly don't get me wrong and I, I tend to reward myself because i enjoy bitcoin so much i tend to reward myself so if i make a, a healthy choice like I'm, oh, I'm hungry at lunchtime maybe i'll go to mcdonald's or something you're like nah that's not great i'll go home and i'll buy ten dollars worth of bitcoin because i didn't spend nice. ten dollars on junk food right so but that's how i build my stack and it, you know that may never get me to a, a whole coin but it'll get me infinitely better than where i was before i started this journey and it and that coupled with the other good decisions that I'm making in my life, and I'm nowhere near perfect, but I'm infinitely better than what I was a couple of years ago. And every time I hit that buy button, um, it just reinforces other good things that are going on in my life right now. So, yeah, and it reinforces the value of your time, right? Like previously, you know, you get paid in dollars and you, you save that and it's, it's whittled away from you. It's, it's, it's kind of almost degrading when, when in your mind you're thinking I'm taking an hour of my time and expertise to take that, that effort and cash it in at a later date for another good or service. But what you're really saying is imagine you had a deal if you and I had a deal and I said, Hey, come do an hour of work for me and I'll do an hour of work for you at a later date. And then a couple of years down the road, I said, actually, I'm only going to do half an hour of work for you at, because so much time has passed. You'd be like, what the hell? That's, yeah. that's not fair. It's not, it's not the deal that we had, but every, not a lot of people realize that is the deal that we have by using dollars. Yeah. And it's, it's, we live in such a time of peace and prosperity and it, in the general overall sense in the world that you can have something as incredibly rotten as the worldwide financial system it just rotten to the core, you know, 100% stacked against regular everyday people in the long term. Like I get it. Like if you are a lawyer or a banker, or you have a, you know, a, a special talent, like, you know, sports star, whatever the case may be. You can make a lot of money in a very short period of time. We live in a very fortunate, it's a very fortunate time to be alive, but on a long enough timeline with how things are set up, like unless you are in that upper echelon making the rules, the deck is always stacked against you. And yeah. Bitcoin, like you, 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 you know, I, said, I have kids, right? So you grow up and you see well, life's not fair. Everybody should be equal. You say that to your kids because it's the right lesson to teach them, but you know, it's not true in your heart of hearts, but you get on the Bitcoin network, it is true. I'm the same as the whale that owns a thousand coins. And here's my little stack. It doesn't matter. We're all in this together and we're all moving towards better days ahead. Yeah, 100%. You put in the same effort to stack sats as somebody else. And regardless what anybody else does, the percentage that you have of all Bitcoin remains the same. There's not a damn thing anybody can do about it. Yep. And I love that. That's it's when you can't print any more of it, 
All you can do is take off the table what you can get your hands on. And it's more or less for other people to a greater or lesser degree, but every little bit helps. And at the end of the day, we're all equal uh, in a hopefully what will become the system that's a lot better than what we have now. Yeah, I, I don't think. I don't think it can be denied at this point where, you know, we've got, we've got some years and some fight ahead of us, but I think we're headed in a much better direction and it gives me a lot of hope and it seems like it gives you hope too. Yeah, it, it, it really does. It's, uh, it's, it's not my whole journey, but it's, it's been a, a the biggest part that's reinforced it. Um, you know, like I said, I made a lot of small bad decisions, turned it around a lot of small good decisions you know, I'm very lucky. I know there's a ton of people out there that have, you know, have gotten a, the short end of the stick in life, but I know I have a great family, my great wife. Um, you know, I'm very lucky and just keep holding on. Awesome. Well, dude, I'm, I, I think that's the perfect place to end it. I, I thought this was a great chat. Um, yeah, very, up, very oh, uplifting. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so good about everything right now. I just want <laughs> to smash by. Yeah. Put those, uh, put those good vibes out there and, uh, yeah, stack some more sets. Yeah. Awesome. Well, do you have any, any final thoughts or just where people can find you? I do have your Twitter link in the description. Um, but if you want to, any parting thoughts and, and we'll uh, tap it out. No, I'll just uh, reiterate again that like, thanks for everyone that, that showed me the love when I kind of put that out into the world, but even more so thank you to everybody that responded and shared their own stories. Cause it's uh it's not an easy thing to do. And uh, some of them were a lot more personal than, than mine and, and there's some real struggle there. So um, just everybody keep doing the best and put your best vibes out there in the world and good things will happen. Trust me. Awesome. Well, dude, thanks a bunch for your time and uh, and we'll have to have you on. Why are we bullish yet again? If you're down anytime. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you for watching. Uh, smash that like button. Give this a share. Let's uh, let's pump up the plebs out there. This is a feel good episode, and I'm glad I had it. Uh, follow Littlest Hodler. I've got his tag uh, in the show notes. And with that, we're out. Uh, I'm Ben with BTC Sessions. This was your daily session. See you later, guys. Thanks, everybody. Bitcoin.